Hey there, you curious and naughty minds. It's your host, Kinky Caitlin, and welcome to the Ego Girlfriend Podcast. We're here to crank up the heat, unleash your confidence, demystify periods, and venture into the world of sexual empowerment without holding back a single secret. This space is all about embracing our beautifully flawed selves. No sugarcoating, just pure realness, vulnerability, and unapologetically authenticity, and plenty of cheekiness along the way. And while we're all about the fun, remember, when it comes to professional advice and support, seek guidance from the experts. So are you ready to dive into this wild, empowering, and oh-so-juicy ride? Buckle up, because we're about to turn up the heat and break those taboos and speak a whole lot of truth, because there is no shame about desiring for more. Let's get spicy, because... You go, girlfriend. You. Hey, girlfriends. I'm so excited because today we're going to be talking about the V. V for vulva, vagina, because we need to clean that shit up. (laughs) What I actually mean by cleaning up is we actually need to clean it properly. I think so many people don't actually understand that when it comes to your vulva and vagina, is people are not realizing that it is a self-cleaning area. It does not need products. It does not need extra chemicals down there because it has its own imbalancement of working its own pH and all the other juicy things I'm going to unpack in this episode. But I'm going to give you some tips because, girl, some people are making it worse by using products down in that sensitive area. And we've got to be mindful. We've got to take care of our vulvas. But what I'm going to do first is we're going to do some uh, confidence cocktail and I'm going to serve up some goodness for you. Oh, yes, girlfriend. I'm going to unpack some goodness because what I find when it comes to confidence is people don't realize the natural beauty within itself. Confidence is something that can really be taken on as an effort It's too much. I don't know how to work through this. I don't know how to manage through that. But it is something that is already naturally a part of you. And we got to not be scared of it. We got to be something that we take it on for the right pathway and be like, you know what? I deserve this. Let's just switch that bloody switch and let's just make it good as gold. Because when you embrace your body's natural balance, of what it is, what it's flowing, what is happening, and you're feeling so accepting of yourself, confidence adheres to that. It like latches on like a leech. It is ready for you to take that succulent goodness and just wrap it all into that juicy goodness. So this is when you need to have confidence in all aspects of your body. And the one that gets left behind is the vulva and the vagina area because they have so much stigma around it and a lot of people don't have a relationship with it. So we need to connect all parts of you because confidence is not just the, hell yeah, I feel good about myself. I'm looking good in an outfit. I've got makeup on. I'm feeling fit about myself. No, we actually got to look at the physical parts of our body because we've been giving a vulva and vagina for a reason, not just for babies. 
not just for baby's girlfriend. There is some pleasure and treatment and goodness that we need to take care of our goodness downstairs. Ooh. Oh, yes, we do. So I hope that little pep talk, that little serve of confidence <laughs> adheres to you because, girlfriend, when you tap into your natural body and gifts, each one of our vulvas is unique and special. And that is beautiful within itself. It's just like a face. It's beautiful, unique, and special. So let's combine it all. Oh, let's all have the goodness. <laughs> so your vagina. Now, I, I keep saying vulva and vagina because they are two separate parts. Your, if for those people that don't know, the vulva is on the outside. That is your labia on the outside that you see. Vagina is the whole inside that goes up where we have sex. So when people talk about vaginas, it needs to be in association with sex context. When people just call someone a vagina, that's got nothing to do with it because it's got no relation to what it is. But when people are playing with the vulva, that's the outside. So correct your friends, correct your man, correct whoever needs to know the terminology of what it actually is. But back to the point, to the scientific lens, your vagina has a pH level. And what that is, is an indication of your vagina health. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you have vagina health and you need to make sure that you're taking care of it because your pH balance is usually between 3.8 and 4.2. Yes, I'm getting more digital here. And it can vary with age though, and it does depend on where you are with your menstrual cycle. Now, your pH is a measurement of how acidic or alkaline, which means like basic, the substance of your production line is. So you won't ever go and like start measuring numbers on what your pH balance is. But the reason why you need to know these numbers is if it goes out of the scale, that's when you've got the issues that women have downstairs. You know, the bacteria that can come and cause it, the irritations. It can also be that it swings out of alignment for your menstrual cycle. It could also mean that you get STDs, STIs. It could also mean that you also have, um, now I'm trying to think of the BV, bacterial vaginosis. I've forgotten the name of it, but anyways, there's something that you can have, which is where your healthy balance is out of the scale. It's like when we've got weights, we've got too much weight, you're in a category. When you've got not enough weight, you're then under the category. So pH is also part of your vagina scale that helps to make sure that you are in the range to make sure that you've got a good sustainable healthcare downstairs because there are so many misconstrued and misdiagnoses of people of what they've actually got. So we've got to just make sure that we keep our healthy balance and that's where products can actually affect the balance of it. So when you have less of a particular range, then that's when you're more susceptible to getting infections, to, you know, getting bacterial infections, you're more susceptible to having a reaction from a product that can be going and causing something downstairs. The thing that we need to really be mindful of is what we are using downstairs, what we are actually producing 
And especially when it comes to our menstrual cycle as well, where we are in alignment, because that can also be part of our sanitary products and what we put up there. It can also mean what products you're using around it when you go get laser hair removal. Are you putting, you know, certain types of creams or oils around it? You know, obviously when you're having sex, what are the types of lubes that you are using as well? So all the products that we use are also an indication of what is going to be a healthier choice for you. Because the acidic vaginal environment is actually a protective layer. And not only that, but also your pubic hair is meant to be a protective layer to removing any of the infection. So it gets caught up in the hair and then you just sort of wash it off. That's a whole different topic within itself, but everyone has a choice when it comes to hair removal or not. And like, don't get me wrong, I definitely don't have any hair down there. I've only got those pissy hairs that just keep coming back because I've had laser treatment. But when I knew that it actually was a protective layer, I was like, wow, the beauty industry has given something that actually was protecting us from irritation, protecting us from a layer of bacteria, and yet we've removed it because it's shameful and we've removed it because we think that it doesn't actually help our system what it does (laughs) so we actually want to remove the misconceptions and if people have made the choice to remove their hair that it's their own choice that they have chosen it just because not because of beauty's expectations that you've chosen it for you but the acidic vaginal area has its own balance that you need to be mindful of and you need to be taken care of because when it's higher so when your ph levels are higher it means that it is in a healthy state and you know it it can fluctuate because if you're in your menstrual or menopause phase as well so there's some interesting times in our life that we have to still take care of our vulva and vagina area but i know that there are huge misconceptions around cleaning our vulvas in particular and the the vagina microbro, micro mic, microbiome. Yeah, nah, Caitlin, those scientific words are not in your calibre. <laughs> so we've actually got our own microsystem in our vagina area. So when those, it's kind of like when those situations come out and you want to play, you want to have fun, you want to try new things or you want to, you know, you feel like you smell something and you're like, oh, that doesn't smell right. And you try and clean it. It's like, no, you need to let the process go through unless you have something that is viral that needs antibiotics to kill, to reduce, but it is not something that you put on it. Unless there is something that is so important that you take on for that jeopardy, because the fluctuations flow. And you could be in one week of your cycle, you get an infection, you get something that has reacted and then you go into your second part of your cycle and it could either fast track it or it could really enhance it and make it even worse. So you need to make sure that you're getting the right procedures and the right techniques to making sure that you're looking after your vulva during that time. Because girl, it is so uncomfortable when you are just sitting there and you're like, 
oh my God, I'm in so much pain. No one can see what's going on, but it feels so uncomfortable and you're like, oh my God, how do I get rid of this? It's itching, it's sore. Like I never forgot the time when I had a STI and it was just this pain when I was peeing and I was like, oh my God, where's this coming from? And I was with my ex at the time and we had a lot of sex in a day, which was great, but it obviously then balanced out my pH level, which made it irritated. So obviously the skin on skin, because I was with my partner at the time, so I didn't have to worry about condoms and stuff. Uh, I was in a trusted relationship, so that was all fine. But because we were consistently putting the motion in skin-to-skin contact, whatever he had on, on his, it was reacting to my pH levels and my microsystem downstairs. So I know that it's really fascinating, but you then have to think about the next step. So one of the things that whenever you have something internally, it's you've got to try and see if you can flush it out, not put something on top of it or inside it. So you've got to work internally through your gut health, through your intestines, through your organs, all that shit. You've got to actually flush it out. Obviously having water is something that's so important. But sometimes you might have a, what did I have? There's like a sachet that I had to have in the water, which obviously was to diffuse what was happening with the system. So it's it's important that you are looking at products that are going to help you. But at the time, I only knew that there was chemicals. I only knew that to go to a chemist and I only knew to go to a doctor. But there's some real fascinations in natural products that do help. They just take a little bit longer. So it's kind of like you choose a product from the chemist and you go, do I choose so that's going to be quick but could actually destroy my body even more so and risk it or try a natural remedy that will take longer but it won't harm my body. So in the past, obviously, I did so much chemist stuff. And now that I've been tapping more into my feminine natural world, I've been really trying to understand what are some natural products that do help. Obviously, supplements, foods that can actually help if I ever was to encounter during a flare-up or an irritation that could have come through. And that's something is really important that you understand that there is a difference but you have to think of what is the degree of whatever infection or irritation that I have and what is it that's going to help me long term. Now, if you have something that is so painful that you need to go to the doctors to get antibiotics, then I highly recommend that you do because you just need to do things for your body that do need medical attention. You can't heal it and be all spiritual and be like, come on, hurry up and work. You you need to have it that you have some medical procedures according to your situation. But then if you are going on to antibiotics, please go and get probiotics because not only are you flushing out what is irritating in your body, you're also flushing out things that are good in your body that need to be replenished. So probiotics do help to Put it back together and make sure that your body is feeling good. Because sometimes take people take antibiotics and they go, oh, I feel shit after taking my antibiotics. It's because you've actually drained out some goodness that's come from it. Because it's doing like a big clear out to be like, 
let's get this shit out, let's get it going. And that's why it's important that you have something afterwards to restate yourself from it. So that's like a, a medical way. But one of the things that I really want to reiterate is stop putting soaps on your vulva. Stop putting soaps. Oh my God, it is the worst thing that you could do for yourself. All these soaps out there have got a completely different pH level and they're actually going to gradually over time create this irritation and even when you have sex, it's going to make your area so much more sensitive so you have a lot more pain during that time and it is something that you need to be checking your products. Now, when you're cleaning your area, just make sure that on top, where the the hood part, where your pubic hair is, that part you can actually put some level of on skin on skin, but stop putting it near your area that is going to irritate. Now, obviously, when you're in the shower, and let's say you're washing your hair, you've got the product that's coming down and it can actually seep into it. Get that vulva, get that vagina under the water, rinse it so it flies off so it's not actually staying on that product. So I'm just giving you a little reminder that you need to be mindful of your vulva while you are having a shower as well because those products can seep down and then they can still touch those areas. So just make sure when you're washing that you have uh, got your hair tucked back and you're washing and then you've got your vulva near the water so that it's rinsing out. Now, if you do obviously get something in there, then you just have to get the water and flush it out properly. Now, if it then gets worse, then you need to keep getting more showers, which is super annoying. You just need plain water. You just, that's all you need is to keep flushing it out to avoid the harsh chemicals just sitting there. And even if you're using creams for your body, do not put it on there at all. The only thing you need to be looking at is something that goes around the skin, around the outside. I use some naturopath sort of oil so that I can actually massage around it and there is no irritation. So you can do your research on what ones actually do work. But then when you've actually, actually that's the other thing I was going to say, is when you have a bath, what products, thanks Eric, once you're, in a bath, what products are you putting in the bath? What products are you putting in the bath, girlfriend? Because those products are getting sucked up. They're getting so sexually drawn up into your vagina. So make sure you're careful of what products you're putting in your bath. But a lot of you are like, ah, oh, shit, I didn't realise that. So all those luscious bath bombs and stuff, they're not good for your vagina health. If you really care about yourself downstairs, then you just be mindful of what you're putting in there that's going to complement your area. Because I know that a lot of products have got scented products to them. So they're fragrances and fragrances are so irritating. You would never get a perfume and spray your vulva area. You would just know that. You'd be like, nope, that would affect it. That would irritate it. So that's exactly the same with any product that you shower or bath with. They need to be avoided at all costs to help with your health care of subsiding to anything that could irritate your vulva. Because, girl, I know you don't want to be walking around going, 
oh god this stings oh god this hurts and it really does overtake you it's just like when you have period pain but it's 10 times worse because you're like oh this is itchy I don't, don't know how I'm feeling about this and it <laughs> doesn't help at all so we need to make sure that we are tracking and keeping accordance to that so be mindful of that girlfriend and even we're going to talk a little bit about the bum as well now people that do douching it's important that you be mindful of what products you are doing to to subside because our poo is near our vulva and vagina area poo has toxins in it so that's why when people go to the toilet you need to be wiping from the bum so in to out so you're not pushing the shit up your vagina because then that irritation can sit there and it can bottle up and it can get really bad so we don't want to be doing that at any point so making sure that we are using our bums to remove the poo and get it away and make sure that it's all gone and nowhere near our vulva because the sensitive thing that happens from that, it gets so irritated. So you didn't think you'd be hearing about poo today, but there you go. That's, <laughs> that's poops here. <laughs> oh, but in summary though, just really important. Think of the products that you use. Think of what you are using when it comes to bath or showers, what creams and oils are you using, what is potentially near that area, so your legs, what do you do around that area that could potentially irritate, what are the medical procedures you are taking, is there a natural remedy that you could take from it, and lastly, just really be mindful of the poo. (laughs) just be mindful of the poo and make sure that it is not seeping into your vagina and always use plain water to wash things away and know that that's going to help. So hopefully those tips and awareness have helped you so that you can reconnect with yourself and that you use those good, good pleasures and when you're experimenting in the bedroom that you read the labels and that if anything is to affect you is to always seek professional advice Talk to a naturopath, talk to someone who's in the industry, talk to a professional and always at worst case scenario, talk to a doctor because they will prescribe something for a quick fix. But get those probiotics afterwards so you can heal your body back and feeling good about yourself. So as always, there is no topic of limit. (laughs) Always see, don't up the discussion and be there for you and know that I've always got your back girlfriend. So if you have any questions, make sure you tune in to your girlfriend, reach out to me because I'm always here to give you the juicy tips that you deserve, because girlfriend, that's what I'm here for. Take care, my love, and we will speak soon. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me on this empowering journey. Your time is precious, and I'm grateful you've chosen to spend it here with me. Remember, you deserve to be heard, seen, valued, and supported every step of the way. To ensure you never miss an episode, filled with inspiration and growth make sure to subscribe to our podcast and don't forget to check out our show notes they're the ultimate resource hub for any links or resources mentioned during our conversation until our paths cross again keep embracing your inner confidence unleashing your power and living your best life you are capable of incredible things my love Until next time, take care, stay empowered, and remember, you go, girlfriend. Woo!